Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. But I want to talk a little bit about the last dance and about the current Bucks season. We bring him on, the greatness that is Sir Sid. Sidney Moncrief joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Sid, how you been, buddy? Hey, Bill. I'm doing great. How are you doing? I am doing wonderfully. I'm glad to talk to you. I've been wanting to get you on all week. Uh, first and foremost, uh, Life without basketball right now, as we all know, we've all shut it down. But uh, give me your thoughts as a former player. What's something like this? What what it would have been for you to go through a shutdown after such a successful season to shut it down, and now you're just waiting for the end to happen? I have no idea. <laughs> I would like to sound <laughs> profound, but I, you know, I can't even imagine what it would be like. Number one, you can't say back in the 80s because we didn't have technology mm-hmm. like they do now. And it was a little different game. But I would say you would feel somewhat cheated. I would feel cheated. I would feel like we've worked so hard this season, the Bucks, to to show the world that we're the best team in the NBA. And this was a year for us to follow through on it. And that's been taken away from us. And if the season doesn't restart, which it might restart, then it would just be so tragic it would be tragic for the Bucks and for the fans of the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah, I know the fans are chomping at the bit to get back at it. I, I, I don't know how the players – I mean, I would assume the players want to kind of prove themselves, like you said, so we're all waiting to see uh, if they can then come out of this and then kind of pick up where they left off. I guess the good news yeah, is, is that – You can't. You can't. Go ahead. You can't. You can't do that. I can, I can assure you from a mental standpoint, I just would find it really hard to – I probably could not have done it. And I think I was a fairly mentally tough player. Uh, maybe I could have done it, but most guys couldn't. <laughs> right. But it, but for you to be playing basketball at that level all year, and then all of a sudden I'm shut down, can't practice at the same level, can't keep my game face, my game mindset going, and then I have to start it over again six weeks, eight weeks later at that level, it's just – I I just don't think it, it can happen that way. When you talk I about really your play, when you talk about your playing career, I was uh, it was great to see a little snippet uh, when I was watching the Last Dance on Sunday night. There's Sidney Moncrief being introduced, and and uh, you know Michael Jordan. Unfortunately, uh, kind of really com- his coming out party was against you guys. But tell me first of all, when you saw, if I'm assuming you did, but uh, the Last Dance and the way this was portrayed, and Michael Jordan as he grew into greatness. Give me your thoughts on this. Well, I didn't see the special. I don't tend to watch specials, even if I'm in the special. It's like 
that's in the past. And and so I don't know. People email me, text me about the special, and I never ask anyone what I said. I don't remember what I said. <laughs> I no, remember, it, it, there was a little I'm snippet sorry, of you ahead. talking about him, but it wasn't. I just thought it was interesting because he had said that it was the second game of the season and it was against the Bucks, and you guys were obviously up there with the Celtics, one of the better teams in the league. And he, it's just Michael Jordan just had a coming out party uh, against you guys, and that's game, when, Bill. yeah, Bill, I, re- I remember the game like it was yesterday. Yeah, and and the reason I remember the game like it was yesterday, yesterday because we had a very unusual game plan for Michael that particular game, and the game plan was to push him to his weakness at that time, which was his left side, and Mike Dunleavy, his assignment was, or whoever the closest person was to come over and double-team Michael and get the ball out of his hands. And the game plan was somewhat flawed because we didn't take into account the greatness of Michael Jordan. And that last quarter, I think he scored 17 points of his 50-something points. He scored 17 points in that last quarter. And I still have the visual of me pushing him left, Mike Dunleavy coming to help, Michael Jordan splitting us, going into the basket, Alton Lister, Paul McKeskey, it didn't matter. Jumping to block his shot. Michael Jordan putting his body into our big men and getting a three-point play. It felt like he had ten three-point plays going to the basket. I know he didn't in the fourth quarter. And I've always said that if, if Michael scored 25 or 30, that's on me. But if Michael score, if Jordan scores 50, that's on the team. I won't take responsibility for that one. <laughs> right. <laughs> But, yeah, I remember the game, and it was a coming-out party for Michael. It certainly didn't surprise me because I saw his – I saw flashes of greatness at North Carolina. Every once in a while you'll see a college player, and you'll see them make one or two moves, and you'll say, God, that's special. And he had the special touch. So when he got to the NBA, I remember thinking, I sure don't look forward to playing against him in the NBA when he was in college. I don't normally say that about players. But when he got to the NBA – and the game against the Bucks. I don't think it was the second game. He remembered it being the second game. Maybe it was. Maybe it was that early in the season. Uh, but I do remember the game plan that Don Nelson had, and it was just didn't quite work. I uh, I thought it was interesting to watch, uh, you know, snippets of his father and his mother and talk about his competitiveness. Um, had you ever run into? I mean, I would assume in your playing career you ran into a lot of competitive guys. This guy. For whatever reason, I mean, he is held as kind of the gold standard of competitive, and everybody wanted to win, and everybody was competitive. I mean, you had a tremendous career. I mean, guys around you had great careers. What made him different? I think I don't. I couldn't say Michael was any more competitive than Magic Johnson or Larry Bird or Green or Oscar or any other great player. But Michael Jordan's talent, talent level was really high. He had, he had his skill set was really good. So you take his skill set, which is better than heads and shoulders, better than most players. You add his tenacity, his mindset, his his will to win and compete. It made him a, an unusual player. But what you find in sports, and especially the NBA, Kobe Bryant, the great players are very, very competitive. You don't want to lose at anything against anybody. That just helps you become a, a great player. But what makes you one of the greatest players of all times is now you put the skill and the talent along with everything else and it, it made him explosive and very fun very very fun to watch 
I remember as a kid going back, and, and the NBA was, was there, and I loved basketball, and I watched it, but it really got into prominence when Larry and and Magic kind of got uh, their one-on-ones back and forth together between the Lakers and the Celtics, and then it started to become about the personalities yourself, uh, Dr. J. I mean, it was really uh, a league driven by the stars, and then Michael just took it to a different level. But you played in kind of the coming out era of the NBA when it really popularity wise started to take off, didn't you? I did. I did. It was, uh, it was down, it had some controversies with drugs and some other things that were happening. And then when Larry and, and, and magic played in the NCAA finals, the brilliant minds of the NBA started thinking, okay, the league doesn't appeal to people because it has too many problems. We just had this tremendous matchup in college basketball, Magic versus Bird. Let's take how we brand our game of the week and let's make it about individuals and no longer about the team. That was a magic, magic, magic moment for the NBA. And I was there the entire time, and I will never forget. I think it was the 85 All-Star game in Dallas. And it was sort of the coming out I thought it was a coming out of the NBA because there's a bigger bigger audience there. And the players made a concerted effort to put on the best show. I'm sitting on the bench, Bill, because I, I wasn't a starter. And I'm watching these guys play the first five minutes, greatest players in the world, at a level that I had never, ever witnessed before. It was just beautiful, hard-nosed, aggressive basketball. And that all-star game, I felt, the way the big names perform, the Magic, the Bird, the Michael Jordan, the Dr. J, the Korean, it was just, it was fun to watch. And in my mind, I, I was like, that is it. This is the game that will show the world that the NBA, NBA is the game to watch. Sid, I hope we have basketball back really soon. I hope you guys are back doing what you do, and we're watching the Bucks hoist a championship before it's all said and done. Man, thanks so much for joining us for a couple of minutes. I've been looking forward to this all week. I always appreciate Thank it, and, uh, and we'll talk again down the road, okay? Okay. All right. Bye. Thanks, pal. There you go. Sidney Moncrief, a legendary Milwaukee Bucks shooting guard, pro basketball Hall of Famer, joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. And it just – he's right, you know. I mean, you, you, you – the league was not in a good place. They had some legal issues. People were being turned off by it. And then along comes Larry Bird and along comes Magic Johnson, two incredibly likable figures. They bring it back to prominence. And in Michael Jordan, it just it just exploded, just exploded. And uh, thanks to uh, Sidney Moncrief for joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80-plus years they've been getting it done. Call them 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law.